Greetings and welcome back to another ongoing series of Shurim and Yomi. My name is Yitzchak Et Shalom. We're now in Masechet Shabbat, Tafchaf Dalad Amud Bet. Looking at the second Mishnah, this is the second parak, Bameh Madlikin. Ein Madlikin B'Shemen Sreifa B'Yom Tov. We already saw that you cannot light Shemen Sreifa, which is truma that has become uh, defiled uh, and must be burned up. And in our um, and in our uh, sugya, we'll see why that is. You may not use that for Yom Tov. Rabbi Shmuel Omer, Einman Likin Itran, Itran, which we said earlier in the beginning of the parak, is the remains of making Zefet, because it smells bad, and it's a lack of, of Kvod Shabbat. They say all oils are good. Sesame oil, nut oil, stone oil, radish oil, fish oil, gourd oil, Itran, which you mentioned, of Neft, which is Neftha. Vadi takes the most narrow position. You may not use anything save for olive oil. Okay, my ta'ama. What's the reason for Ein Malikim Neshem and Sreif B'Yom Tov? You're not allowed to burn up Kodshim on Yom Tov. Now, we're going to start with that as the building block and then extend it to Trumat. What's the source for the ruling that you cannot burn up Kodshim that need to be disposed of on Yom Tov? <coughs> we'll see several suggestions. So Chizkiah is Beit Midrash to talk the following. When talking about the Koran Pesach, the Torah says, You should leave nothing over uh, until the morning. And, it, and the second Ad HaBoker we see throughout all the Drashot is seen as extra. Meaning, there's no reason to say Ad Boker a second time. Just read Why Ad Boker? To tell you that you have to wait for a second morning. Meaning, you eat the Pesach on Yom Tov night. Whatever is left over, you do not burn up the next morning, but the next morning after that, which is already Chol HaMoed, thus indicating that you may not burn Kodshim that need to be disposed of on Yom Tov. That's one suggestion for proof. Abayamar Amar Amar Kra Olat Shabbat B'Shabbatot. You burn up an Ola on its own Shabbat. V'lo Olat Chol B'Shabbat, and not an Ola of Chol on Shabbat. V'lo Olat Chol B'Yom Tov, which means you're not allowed to burn something up which belongs to Chol. And um and that's what this is. Ravamar meaning it's not needed for the day. Ravamar Amarkra, and therefore Kodshim, which don't belong to the day, but they're simply left over, aren't burned up on Yom Tov. Ravamar Amarkra in a third Pasuk, in the Torah in Parshat Chodesh tells us that we uh, may do Melachet Ochal Nefesh on Yom Tov, says that alone may be done for you. What are those two exclusive terms knocking out? Only the food itself and not preparations necessary to make the food, like chopping down a tree to get wood. Levado, what's that? As opposed to Brit Milah when it's not the eighth day, when it's been delayed. Even though we could prove via Kalvachomer, we'll see this in the 19th parak, that Milah should be Doche Yom Tov, nonetheless, we don't do it. Okay? Ravashi, again, that's what ex- what's excluded. And so therefore you see that, uh, and therefore you cannot burn up Kodshim B'Yom Tov. Ravashi Amar Shabbaton, which is an Asay, resting on Yom Tov is an Asay. Ravali Yom Tov Asay Velot Asay, so therefore not doing Melacha on Yom Tov is fulfillment of an Asay of Shvot, and a Lot Asay of Lot Asay Komelacha, and Asay Dochet Lot Asay Velasay, the Asay of burning up Kodshim is not Dochevet. Okay, good. So now Biyom Tov Uda Asur. 
So clearly we see that you're not allowed to burn up Kod Shivan Yom Tov. Habachol Shapir Dami. So therefore you could use this oil on a regular Friday. My Tama, why is that the case? I'm a Rav. Just like there's a mitzvah to destroy Kodshim, which are uh, defiled, that's all over, say for Vayikra. So therefore, the, similarly, there is a mitzvah to destroy Truma, which is Tmeah. But the Torah nonetheless said, when you're burning up, you can get benefit from it. Therefore, you could benefit from Truma Tmeah that you're burning on a Friday and on Friday night uh, when it's already burning. Hey, Chanam Torah, where did the Torah say you can get benefit? In Parshat Korach, Hashem says to Aharon, I have given you the Mishmeret to guard my true moat. Plural. So that means true moat, both Tahor and Tameh are given to Aharon. They're yours. They're yours, and you could use them to create a fire underneath your your um, your food. So, in other words, you're allowed to benefit from truma tmeah while burning it. That's proof one. If you bite them, we might have another proof. As part of vidui masrot, the person has to claim and state that they did not burn it up b'tumat how we have another exclusive phrase, Mimenu, I haven't burned it up. But you can burn up Shemen Shal Truma that became Tameh. Maybe that means that it's only Maaseh that you cannot burn up when it's Tameh and get benefit, but you can do Shemen Shal Kodesh, which we're not allowing. So the answer is Lav Kalachomehu. That doesn't work. When it comes to Maser, which is far less serious and severe than Kodshim. Nonetheless, the Torah says, you can't use it when it's Tamei, or when you're Tamei. Kodesh Chamur Lakoshkin, so Kodshim, which are more serious, certainly you cannot. So Yachi Truma Nami, then that should apply to Truma also. Because Truma is more severe than Maser, we'd all agree. Truma is only the Kohanim. So Lema Kavachomehu, and Truma is also the full Yom. So the answer is Akti Mimenu. The answer is that we also have the Mi'ut Mimenu that says something else is Mutar. So Mara'ita, why do you decide that Truma is Mutar and Kodshim is Asur? Which means Maser excluded Truma, but not exclude Kodshim from Lobiyartim and Uvatameh. The answer is Mistabra, Kodesh Lomatina, we're not going to knock Kodesh out because Shekain Siman Pank Echs, which is a mnemonic. What is it? Pigul. Means Kodshim is more severe because the laws of Pigul apply and Notar and kor, it's called a Korban. The Ayin is Me'ila applies, Karet, and Asur Onin. That's the Samech. Uh, and none of those apply to Truma. Pigul and Notar don't apply to Truma at all. Truma is not called a Korban. There is no Korban Me'ila for violating Truma. There's no Karet for eating Truma Batuma. And, uh, and Truma is not, uh, is not Asur Onin and Onin. Somebody who buried their own dead that day can eat Truma. So the answer is Adaraba. Truma lo matina. Maybe Truma is holier. Why? Or shall we say it shouldn't be knocked out? Shekain machpez siman. Truma has these four things which make it more severe. Mita, because mita bide shamayim for a non coin who eats, uh, who eats Truma. Chomesh. There's a one fifth fine on a non coin who eats it. The pay is pidyon, ema pidyon. You can't redeem Truma. Truma is Truma forever. Kodshim, they become balmum. You could be redeem them. And, 
Zion is Asurala Zarim. A non-coin can never eat truma, as opposed to Kodshim, which anybody can eat if they're Tahor. Any Jew can eat if they are Tahor, if it's Shlomim. So the answer is, first of all, Hanach Lefishan. So Kodshim has six, as opposed to truma having four. We're not so pleased with that, because uh, you're making them all equal. And Pigul and Notar kind of go together, and the fact that it's called a Korban. If you buy Temas, we give another answer. Kodesh Chamur, Yashikain, Anosh Karet. The fact that you get Karet for being involved with Kodshim Betuma already brands it as more serious. Yitzhak Makra, he had a different proof, which is Titenlo, which is that you have to give the Reshit, Gancha, etc., to the Kohen. What does that mean? Lo, velo uro. You give it to him, but not for his fire, meaning the, the Truma that you give to him, he should eat and not burn up. So that tells you that it's something that could go in the fire, but not when it's Tahor, implying that when it's Tameh, it can get burned up, which means we're not going to go to Maaser Sheni at all, and Maaser Sheni is not a mute. There's a special pasuk that tells us that Trumat Tameah is burned up, and it belongs to the Kohen, and he can benefit while it's being burned up. And Kodshim, just like Kalvachomer from Maaser, can't be used with Tumat. Okay, Rabbi Shmuel said that... Um, Rabbi Shmuel said that, uh, that you cannot use itran. My tama, what's his reason? So, amarava mitoch shorechora. It smells bad. We're afraid he's going to walk out and leave the candle there. So, let him walk out. Who cares? Shani Omer, Rabbi answered, because there's an obligation to light near Shabbat and to sit there and eat your meal with the near Shabbat and enjoy. This may go back to Rav. And this, that phrase leads to the big consternation among the Gaonim and the Rishonim as to whether or not there's a bracha on Hadakat Ner Shabbat. None is mentioned in the Gemara. So Hadakat Ner Shabbat Chovah, but Rechitzat Yadam Vraglaim Machamin Arvit Rishut. But washing in hot water your hands and your feet before Shabbat, that's voluntary. Vaniomer, that may be Rav, uh, Rabba saying to Abaye, uh, mitzvah, that it really is not Rashut, that's a mitzvah. My mitzvah, what's the mitzvah of washing up in hot water? Because we have the following report. This is what he used to do. They'd bring him a, 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 a basin full of hot water. He'd wash his face and his hands and his feet. He would wrap himself in linen sheets that had tzitzit on them, which itself is a machloket, because tzitzit involve uh, tchelet, which is wool. And he would sit there looking like an angel. The students would be hiding the corners of the garments because they didn't have tzitzit on them. Didn't I teach you, my children? That sadin betzitzit, it's a sugyan yevamot, but I say dochalot, I say, that a linen garment, with putting tzitzit on it, which involves putting wool on it, bet shamai, say you're exempt, but bet hilal say chayav, you should have them on. Lachakir bet hilal, we rule like bet hilal. Vinusabi, the students held, mgzeira mishum ksut laila, that the, that we still don't allow it, because you may put a ksut, put it on a ksut laila, and therefore you have shatnez, um, without there being the benefit of the mitzvah. Okay, we have a, we end uh, this podcast with a, a small piece, a beautiful piece of Agadah, starting with issues of Ner Shabbat. I abandoned all good, uh, and peace for my, for my solace or respite for my soul. 
What is that? That's what brings respite to the soul. Nashiti tova, I left abandoned good. I'm Rabbi Yirmiyazu Beit Hamerchatz. Right, that's a bathhouse. Or Rabbi Yochanan Amar Zurechitzed Adam Raglaim Mechamin, or washing your hands and feet with hot water. It's like Napacha Amar Zumitanaa Vekelim Naim Shaleha. That's a nice bed with nice sheets on it. Biava Amar Zumitam Mutzat, a made bed Viisha Mikushetet, and a woman who is dressed up nicely Latamenechachamim for the scholars, meaning the wives. Tanu Rabbanan Ezu Ashir. What's a wealthy person? Somebody who enjoys his wealth. Somebody who has a hundred vineyards and a hundred fields. And a hundred slaves working in them. Somebody who has an, a woman, a wife, who has nice character and does nice things. Somebody who has a betakise near his table so he doesn't have to go far during a meal to use the uh, the facilities. He will pause at this point. We'll pick it up with the next podcast, uh, going back to the issue of Hadakat near Shabbat. In the meantime, we should have a wonderful day.